0: guys, I'm going to read chapter 24 of The Shakespeare Stealer, so here I go. Though the company had survived the command performance, our troubles were far from over. We were still desperately short of bodies to fill roles. When Julia gave up the role of Ophelia, she seemed to give up as well all hope of the player. Mr. Hennings offered her position a position gathering money at one of the theater entrances. Though I knew he meant well Julia behaved as though she'd been offered a job as a dung collector. I should I understood her feelings. And more so To what Mr. Pope called a siren call, the poster gatherer paid well and carried a certain a certain amount of responsibility. And if, but uh, it was not the same as being a player. Still, Julia admitted that she would have to make a living somehow. She stuck it one week. From the stage, it, I could see her standing just inside the second level entrance, her shoulders sagging under the weight of the money box, her eyes fixed on the stage, saying silently that she would give any amount of money to, to be up there with us. I would have given mine as well had I had any. When Monday's performance came around, she was not in her place. Mr. Phillips said that she had disappeared sometime during the night, taking a few articles of woman's clothing she owned, and leaving behind her all the body the boys grabbed. I tried to understand that too, but it was difficult. I had been persuaded that she and I were friends, as and though I surely a friend would wish to say farewell. Nick seemed to have deserted us too. Though some of enough, save for bandage on his throat, he did not return to theater. Sandra went substituting shooting for him and Muhammad. And I for Julia, but the two of us could not hope to fill the, all the roles both of them had been playing. I hired both, my hired a hire boy took on a few, and Chris Beeston reluctantly agreed to don woman's costume again. And for a time, the sharers scolded the place with the fewest female ones, but there were only temporarily measures. If Nick did not join us soon, the re- replacement would have to be found. Sandra and I were dispatched once again to try to surprise him at one of his customary rare watering I doubted that he would show his face again at the tavern where he had fought the duel, and I was right. The only sign of Nick was there was the blood stain that he had left on the floorboards. He. We stopped at the other three taverns before we finally discovered him at the sign of the dagger, and when, and then I had paused to wish he had not. As soon as we stepped inside the door, Sander spotted him, there he is, with a pot of ale in his hands as usual. My eyes were not quite gall- grown and used to dim interior. Well! Where Sandy pointed, Nick sat at the far side of the room, gripping a quarter pot as if it were the only stable, the only stable thing in the room. Across him sat another familiar figure. His upper body was bent forward, as though to discuss some private matter. His face was shrouded in dark hood, in, in a dark hood, leaving only a hooked nose in black, curly beard to which to identify him. Gog's blood I breathed. Back I backed through the door as noiselessly as I could and ducked into a narrow space between the carbon and the building to There I stood, pressed to the wall, trying to recover my breath, which seemed to have been squeezed out of my chest. After a moment Sandra came into view, looking about in a bewildered fashion. Whis, I called softly. Over here. He turned my direction. No, don't look at me, I cried. He and he turned away again, more bewildered than ever. Is anyone coming out of the tavern? He glanced toward the door. No. Fearfully, I emerged from my hiding place and pulled at his arm. Let's go. Where? Back to the theater. But, but what about Nick? I can explain later. Just come on. Good friend that he was, he did not waste time arguing. But when we had put several blocks behind us, he said, could you explain now? How could I? What could I tell him? Would be I be better friend if I revealed the truth to him, if I connected another lie? Once again, two paths had opened for me, and, and, and I could take the expedient one or the one that required the courage. That man will make, I said, I can him. Duh. From the way you bolted, I guess you are not on the best of terms. I couldn't help smiling grimly at the understanding. You might say so. I paused, still looking, considering at the other path, then sighed and went on. Is called as called Falconer has been sent here by Simon Bass to steal the book of Howland. Bass, the name Simon Bass, who was with the Chamberlain's men? I, the very same. I knew what the next question would be, and I dreaded it. What has that to do with you? Uh, I was sent with him to copy the play. Sanders stared at me. His face very picture of astonishment. Copy it? How do you mean? In writing, I showed you. I said, unable to meet his eyes. The devil take me, he walked on, on, he walked on in silence for a bit, trying. I guess to come on, on term, to terms with the, this idea. Have you done it? Gasped. Yes, of course not. I made up the, the mind not too long ago. Well, some time ago, anyway. He shook his head in disbelief. What a daunt I've been! I truly believe you wanted to be a player. I do, Sander, and as God may witness, I do. He stared at me as though as a look mistrust in his eyes, where I had never seen it, being deeply. I didn't think of it as wrong at first. I thought of it only as a job given to me by the Master. That was before I canned any of you. What? Don't you see? I meant to carry out. I had a whole chance. God's bread, I, I had the book in your hands. He you blinked thoughtfully. That's so handy. But the but the look mistrust lingered. All the same, you need to know. you and Julia. I'm sorry. The words felt strange strange, too, to have told the harsh truth for once, rather than an easy lie. Yet I did not regret it. You won't tell the others? How can I not? If that fellow is still planning to steal the boat, they they need to know. I won't come near the boat himself. As, as to candidate for that, then how he paused to as to answer to, you don't think Nick would? I, I doubt of it. And if Faulkner offers him enough money, I'll recite every line I recalls and make up what Adele says doesn't, and we've no way of preventing him. We could tell the Sharers, what sort of good will that do? They can't stop him either, sort of locking him up or, or cutting his out his tongue. All it, all it will do is bring out my own part in this matter. I suppose so, Sanders shook his head. I can't believe that Nick would really betray the company, he said it's too lightly. But then, he you added, know, I never have believed of you either. The fact that I had elected to tell the truth one time did not diminish my ability to lie currently when the occasion demanded it. Upon our return, I told Mr. Hemmings that we had failed to find Nick. For a moment, I feared that Sandra might come me, but he did, but he let it go. That, I has assume, assumed, would be... The end of the matter, Nick and Faulkner would come to some mutually satisfactory agreement, and with any luck, we would never see either of them again. Knowing Faulkner as I did, I could have known better. I should have realized that he would not con- be content to take to Simon Bass a second hand version. The following afternoon, we were performing Chamberlain. I was playing several small roles, my most dramatic being uh, that of a soldier who dies a bloody death in one of the battle scenes. I had just finished strapping on my blood bag and the rapier, dressing myself, and, and was about to stab into from the tiering room when the rear door of the theater opened and Nick stepped inside. He let the door close softly behind him and stood gazing about as if to see whether anything had changed in his absence. I ducked back into the tiering room in my mind being confused in confusion. How could he have the nerve to come back here after selling us to Falconer and for the first time, then for the first time, it occurred to me that perhaps he had not, perhaps he had refused Faulkner's offer, or perhaps he had been no such offer. What if instead Faulkner had hired Nick the to bring to Or what if he had misjudged altogether? What if, in spite of everything? He still felt some lo- loyalty of the of the theater family, and, there, and learning my uh, association with Falconer, he had come to oppose me. I stood against the wall for several long minutes, all overcome with anxiety and indecision. The reflection staring back at me from the looking glass appeared. Go- Grotesque and strange. What was I doing, dressed in soldier's garb, with an oversized sword dragging in the floor at my side? That what had ever made me imagine that I could impersonate someone else, and I could be anything other than which the orphan, the unwilling princess of some pathetic master in some unbearable trade. My heart sank, and I turned from the glass. I did not have courage to on him. If Nick wa- was here to reveal my secret, I could not bear to witness. It. I moved to the tearing room door and peered out. To my surprise, Nick was gone. If I meant to make good my escape, now was the moment. I slipped across the area, behind the stage, to rear door without attracting anyone's attention. In another moment, I would have been out of the theater, had not my notice been attracted by something out of the ordinary. The door of the property room, which always stood open during the performances, to give the players quick access of their properties was now firmly closed. In preparatory gloom that prevailed behind the stage, I could see faint light issuing from the crack of the body do- of the door. I hesitated. It was Nick within, searching for the book? Or was it some member of the company, Mr. Hemmings perhaps, seeking a moment of solitude, in which of the galleries, it asked. A faint grating noise came from within the room, and it was not, I was certain, of someone. Written in a ledger, knowing full well that I might be sorry, I stepped away from the exit, carefully lifting the latch of the property door, the property room door. I eased it open. Inside, the light of the candle. I could make out a figure, crushed over the chunks, lifting some object from it. As the figure stood and turned to light, I saw that it was Nick, and that the object he held was the playbook. So that, so that was chapter 24. Bye guys, see you later. See you later, see you later, see you, see you later. Bye, guys.